0: Hey, what's up, and welcome back to Ripe Reviews. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor the man without Fear Street McGraw. And we're back. We're talking about the epic conclusion, question mark, to the Fear Street saga with Fear Street Part 3, 1666. Um. So yeah, we're going to do a little non-spoilery review and then go into spoilers. So uh, just to kick it off, what did uh, what'd you guys think? Knee-jerk
1: reaction. I liked it. <laughs> Uh, But I I have to preface that because the first half, I thought I would like a lot, and I actually didn't like that much at all. In the second half, I didn't realize we were going to get that much of it, and I liked it a a lot, so it kind of evened out for me.
2: Uh, that, except I am far more vitriolic to the first hour of this movie.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm giving you my boiled-down
0: response, Connor, to be fair. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, we're just giving our general opinions. You know... uh... As far as this being the third story, like we're this is the culmination, right, of these two movies. Um, man, I thought we were getting something very different. Um, I was checking my fucking watch uh, <laughs> for for dude for the first half of this for the first most of this movie, and then the last like what is it like 30, 30 minutes is like. It feels very fast and like, here you go, uh, here's your junk food. And it was like, okay, well, you tried to do something kind of cool in the beginning, but I, I think it falls flat for a few reasons.
1: This one, I, I, I did not like. I think, and I said this to Joe uh, before we started recording, I really do feel like if this was a miniseries, like an eight or nine, ten episode miniseries, I think people, ourselves included would probably have less issues with it because I think part of it is like a pacing issue uh, where it's just like all right, I see what the director was trying to do with this trilogy, but, like, if this came out in theaters, like, how do you even do this? Like, I feel like people would have, like, it would have bombed out of the fucking box office.
0: Oh, yeah, this it would have bombed straight up, yeah. You would have found me in a
2: coma as yeah. the first hour.
1: <laughs> Cause I, and, and I did say on the last episode that I guess Netflix bought this and then filmed the rest, but I was mistaken about that. It was all filmed in uh, beginning from March of 2019 till September of 2019, And a couple people on YouTube uh, had commented and suggested that maybe this was originally like a PG-13 thing and they added additional gore later, which I didn't really research, but I kind of agree with that, at least with 78 for sure. Uh, this one was a little tamer, I would argue, up until like maybe the last five minutes.
0: I would disagree on the gore thing. I I, I don't think that's accurate. But also, um, you know, they tried something different here, which I can appreciate. Sure. Yeah. I, I guess. But it just does not hit the mark. I think it needs to, in my opinion. But uh, unless you guys
2: have anything else to say, I think it's let's let's get into these spoilers. I thought I was watching the Allaire State Park presents their live (laughs) performance of The Vich. Let me fucking tell you, dude. And, like, it's... Here's the thing. These movies have done a lot with not much, like, lighting, settings, um, music, music, atmosphere, mood. Yeah. And then, like, you get to this, and it's just like, all right, just desaturate these six buildings um, and give everyone these incredibly embarrassing hair pieces and incredibly embarrassing Irish accents, and it goes on for an hour. <laughs> so, like,
0: I, I think my biggest problem with this with this installment is that you used all the same fucking actors. Why? Why, <laughs> Why? I, th-
1: I think that was a good idea on paper, but the execution was just like very confusing. Especially uh, because they, they repeat this whole love angle with Dina and Sam, but it's, like, Abigail and, and uh, Sarah Fear, and I'm like, okay, that's a little on the nose for me. I'm like, I could have done without that plot point. I mean, it's fine, like, where it ends. I'm like, okay, I guess I see what they're going for, but I was like, really? It's, like, verbatim the same? It also
0: takes a turn to where it doesn't even really fucking matter. Like, I thought yeah. that because of because they have a relationship and it's 1666 right well of course they're going to be executed it's fucking you know <laughs> that that part made sense no totally but like that's not why they get executed right well right
2: yeah here's the thing by the time uh like the reveal of like the bad guy comes along i had forgotten all about the first twist because it takes you six days to get there
0: yeah i i could give a shit and the thing and again i can't stress this enough it took me so long to get into the beginning of this fucking movie because yeah it's jarring to see these people who are moderately decent actors try to be, like, classically trained actors, if that makes sense. Like, they're speaking with these terrible, terrible <laughs> Irish accents for some reason. <laughs> Hello! Oh, the darkness is in ya!
2: Um, yeah, when you go from murdering Uma Thurman's kid to Nine Inch Nails straight to this, it's like, oh sc- excuse me? <laughs> like, I kn- we knew it was coming. It
0: says 1666 oh, yeah. Yeah, right but- on it. I, th- I-, I thought they'd be a little bit more creative with it. And I don't yeah. think that they were. I think it was kind of almost like a cop-out. Like you should've I wanted to see actual Sarah Fear. I don't want to see Chickadee, who's our main protagonist, be right. this woman in some kind of like pseudo uh uh, you know, shoe swap, time
1: swap thing. Well, okay, so since we are in spoilers, I feel like this might make it a little easier to talk about if we kinda just get the big twist out of the way early. Yeah, sure. Uh, This actually kind of got me. Uh, I did figure it out five minutes before they wanted you to, but I kind of did like this, that, oh, Seraphir, by the way, not actually a witch. It was fucking Solomon Good, Nick Good's ancestor, that fucking started this. And, you know, I kind of figured out, I don't know if you guys figured it out or people listening figured it out, but, like, the first couple times they show his house, like, out in the ass end of the fucking uh, settlement, I'm like, I don't think anything of it. Then when they start chasing her because they think she's a witch and she's like going under his house, it's like, oh, oh, he's the fucking guy. He's the fucking guy. And then he has the whole cavern system under there. Yeah, I, I... I don't, I
0: don't hate that part, but it's also very like, what are you talking about? You fuck, this fucking guy, he was trying to be prosperous, and like, he was like tired of getting dirt kicked in his face, or whatever, and he like, he like, kills the fucking, uh, the
1: pumpkin head witch, and like, takes her fucking book- (laughs) Mrs. Lane, by the way, that's her role for this one. She gets fucking taken out again.
0: Yeah, the nurse lady's like, oh, oh, Sarah Fear, you got, you got that. De- oh, I'm going into Scottish. <laughs> you got the devil in <laughs> you. Got
1: the devil in you. Well, here's my, here's my thing with that, though. It's like. This character obviously is being, like, you know, painted more so as, like, a white witch. He's actually trying to stop this, but why the fuck does she have that Book of Shadows that then Solomon takes that has all this, like, devil shit in it?
2: Well, because this is a Book of Shadows prequel, Sean. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, a Book of Shadows is, like, a witch's book. It even has a scene where they go to a bonfire and start handing out drugs to everybody and they all get (laughs) fucked up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they take, they
1: eat the fucking, they eat the young berries right, from the fucking Hug-a-Bunch tree? Oh, my God. Well, Connor was talking about that on the last episode. How everyone's a fucking pill popper, and it's like it goes all the way back to the 1600s.
0: It's such a dumb thing to be like, oh yeah, they all went out, uh, all the Quakers or whatever the fuck went out and ate these fucking berries, and then just
2: what, like trip balls and like fucked each other around a fire or something? I guess. That's why I say it's like it's like a Walmart brand asylum version of the witch. Like it's just there's no straight up or or the
1: Crucible. And, and you know, like you guys were saying, it's kind of just like things are happening like I I gotta say I was interested but I wasn't like entertained like I was I was wondering where it was going
0: I wasn't captivated at all and by the time we got to the end part where we find out dude is is the warlock or whatever the fuck you want to call him I was like you just broke your fucking series right because Sarah fears not a fucking witch right she has no magical powers. Or... Whatsoever. At all. There's no reason for... Like, we set up the fucking red moss because, uh, you know, that's, like, the symbol of, like, her and what's-her-face's love or whatever because she puts it in her hair and they, like, make out. And then, like... Later, again, it's completely nullified because she gets her fucking hand cut off. She never made a fucking deal with the devil or any other, like, magic uh,
1: presence to, to curse anything. They, well, she gives, like, a verbal curse, you know, to to Solomon. Dude. But it's not like there's no, like, sacrifice to the devil. There's no blood ritual. It's just, like, a verbal thing because it's, like... I'm gonna follow you. Like, like Ganon and fucking Link. It's like, I'm gonna follow you through fucking timelines. I'm gonna get your ancestors. That's the extent of it, though. Yeah, but Ganondorf is a fucking magician. Like... Well, okay, maybe a very bad example, but you get what I'm saying.
0: This is, like, the equivalent of Dr. Claw being like, next
2: time, Gadget. You know what I mean? Like, if he fucking dies, yeah, yeah. Whatever,
0: you know you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, and like, Solomon Good's, like, I guess magical influence is, like, so oppressive and goes on for so long. It's like, yeah, thanks for the threat, dear. Now, now please don't. Die. and because like i don't know Seraphir's whole involvement in this thing is practically nothing essentially
0: she's just the fucking the 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 um it's a scapegoat yeah the scapegoat that's all it
2: is yeah um i also have problems with like the end game for the good family okay so you've now made a a a, a an evil divine pact with a fucking a a deity, and mm. you, can, you have access to whatever you want, and you're like, "I'm gonna be the
1: sheriff of this fucking <laughs> shitty wow. ass town, and keep it and going, not ask for anything." Like <laughs> they want to be rich and prosperous. Let's not pigeonhole it too much.
2: But like, his brother becomes mayor, and he's just the right. sheriff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, just a yeah.
0: well. I mean, he has the ultimate power over the police. I mean, that's what it is. Church, you know, the state stuff. But like. Just to pop that fucking that bubble, it, you know, the one one guy is like, oh, you know, I, I went through the woods and, and, and the curse only stretches so far. So there's your answer to that, I guess. Because, like, it's like full fucking, like, Colorado space shit. Like, everything's yes. like being rotten. And, the, oh, the Reverend, who we get one scene with. Oh,
1: I was so disappointed in that. I thought we were going to get, like, full blown, like, the last two movies with this Reverend just killing kids. No, it's one scene. I thought he was going to be our
2: physical like you know boogeyman big bad threat yeah and then he lasts a, a, about 10 seconds
0: he gets fucking fridged by a goddamn uh pitchfork by <laughs> the guy who's the fucking wizard and it's just or whatever the fuck warlock whatever you want to call him
2: yeah, yeah yeah uh so something else that broke the immersion for me is okay so the actor who plays sheriff good being solomon good makes perfect sense that's sure. fine they are bl- they are related yeah. however why is everyone else also in this village, and are they playing their ancestors, or are
1: they not? It they don't ad- ever address it. I think it's just implied. The only one I think that that I was gonna say that isn't is uh, Dina as Sarah Fear, but also her brother. Like because like it's obviously all white people. Let's like, let's not even yep. try to kid ourselves. Yeah, and no, sure. He's in it, and I, I don't know. You're right, Connor. That's a good point. I think they were
0: just in there so you didn't be like, oh, that's the same actor. Who's the guy? So he's some right. he's connected in some way, and now that everybody's playing somebody, who knows who's what's yeah. gonna happen? You know what I mean? It was
1: it was an odd choice. I will. I did a, like uh, the one guy. I feel like that really did home run his part uh, was the uh, Nightwing Killer, the guy that played Tom. Oh yeah, this, the, the the town drunk that for some reason the whole town believes.
0: Yeah, like the one guy that that's like the mo- the least reputable. Everybody's like, oh yeah, well
1: uh, yeah, I guess it must be a witch. He's right. The drunk said it. And then, you know, of course, then like the scorn boyfriend, which I did actually appreciate. If they're going to do this, it's the same asshole from the first one yeah. who ends up riling everybody up. And then, you know, they they obviously then uh, we have that whole chase for trying to find Seraphir. She gets in the basement and then we find out, OK, well, actually, this ain't like like we've been talking about these ancestors of the goods. And it was like, okay, well, now we know why Nick Good didn't die during seventy eight.
0: Well, yeah, that too, and because he was the orchestrator of the fucking whatever. Now, here is the thing: that's what's going on. So, uh, Good is the Solomon. Good is the fucking uh, warlock who finds gets this book from Haggis from Pumpkinhead and fucking makes uh, sets up shop in his fucking basement. And basically, what happens is, you know, down to the nitty gritty, he needs sacrifices each time. So he makes, so he sacrifices somebody to the devil or whatever, and then they become possessed or whatever, and then kill other people or whatever. And then that is, those are the souls that, uh, satisfy Satan, if you will, and grant him, um, you know, money and power and all his shit. So I guess my question is, if you'll, because he, he he mentions like, oh yeah, you only get you only
2: you only need one, and then you're good for like a couple years or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like the, the rest, the victims that pile up are just window dressing or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, what? It's, it's what like are pocket, you talking about? Pocket chained souls.
1: Yeah, even Sarah fears like, uh, or Dina, however you want to look at it, is like, well, okay, but like twelve kids also died, and he's like, <laughs> well, uh, your collateral damage. I don't know. Don't worry about that. Well, you win some, <laughs>
2: you lose some.
1: Let me take that hand from you, by the way.
0: I guess my point is, like, if he was trying to do the least amount of damage, albeit through Satan, like... Wouldn't you, like, pick somebody who... Why wouldn't you pick the drunk, right? Like, yeah. kill that fucking guy.
1: Why would you pick the reverend? Well, because that's the thing, though. I, I, it kind of makes sense that he picks the priest, because if the priest is taken out, well, then, what the fuck? If, if our priest isn't safe from being safe from God, we're all in trouble. So I kind of... I get that. Okay. You, okay. Fine. Fine. Because that's the whole thing. I mean, it's that, that, that thing, you know, again... They're trying to plan it up, like, because it's not just 12 people die or 12 kids, however you want to look at it. It's like, the, like you guys are saying, the crops go bad, their fucking dog gets dropped in the well, poison in the water. Yeah. Uh, you know, the pig eats its fucking offspring. Yeah. Yeah whatever they're trying to do every trope in the book here let's not even try to kid ourselves
2: at, th- at this this was the point where i was like i fucking get it Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah i have seen all of the things that you're doing right now a billion fucking times yeah and i don't want to have to sit through this like th- this is the point where i was losing patience not only that but it was like okay but this
0: doesn't happen each time right like w- were those all like right. extra like, okay, so we need a pig eating the thing, and we're going to drop a fucking dog in the well. We're going to totally turn this place upside
2: down. Well, they right. bought the uh, the premium witchcraft bundle yeah. where it came with all the extra yeah. curses. <laughs> the, it was a fucking BOGO sale, dude? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> throw in some extra curses on top of it for you. Oh, don't. Hey, hey, hey Solomon, I'll tell you what. Throw
0: in a fucking pig mutilation and, and poison the well. What do you say?
1: <laughs> Slaps the top of it. <laughs> So like and it's also that thing too, like in the process of doing this curse, it's like not only has he gotta sacrifice people, and not only is he like his his lineage essentially prosperous for for as long as it keeps going. Yeah. But now Shady Side is fucking cursed and that's why all this bad shit keeps happening to them. Meanwhile the Sunny are having the time of their fucking lives.
0: Yeah, because he's sacrificing he's sacrificing the people in the shady side uh town each year or every couple years so that the town next door can be prosperous and it's like one of those things where it's like you moved next door and i guess he kind of had to yeah like right outside the cursed area and he's like no we're good here okay um well i go to i i go to shady side i kill some folks and then um and then i'm good and then i live in a mansion uh decorated <laughs> with goat
2: mounts <laughs> yeah yeah how weird so i kind of like the idea of like Shady Side just like feeding off of this and not uh, Sunnydale, Dale Vale, whatever the fuck. Uh feeding off of Shady Side and keeping Shady Aside this like Dump perpetually gloomy, fucking depressed, um, like uh prancer esque, just everyone's <laughs> fucking bleak and dead eyed town. Uh yeah. with the supernatural edge, like it kind of feels Silent Hill ish. It's just this like t- town just yeah. perpetual misery. Sure.
1: But like it kinda just kinda culminates after, you know, uh, You know, he chases her through the cavern, and she kicks out, like, uh, the same way Cindy did in the last one, and, you know, basically there's, like, a floor above her, she breaks out, and she ends up back in the church, and essentially just gives herself up to try to save her girlfriend.
0: Yeah, and she claims that she's the witch or whatever, but, like, Solomon cuts her fucking hand off. All well, uh, right, yeah, yeah. And when she when she gets buried at the end, right after she gets hung, she's not even buried by the fucking tree. It turns out her friends were like, "Uh, who left that body? Who left an open grave just so they can all fucking see her?" They're like, "Oh yeah, we're not gonna bury you here. We're gonna leave this rock that says." uh this witch was a, was my friend, and we're gonna leave that stone in there, right. or Seraphir lives, or whatever the fuck. And then they take the body and they bury it somewhere else.
2: the The way this was edited was jarring and hilarious because there's like a a brutally awful uh, hanging sequence, and then like like some taken three ass cuts of what Joe just described. <laughs> and then they show you like the actual ending of the hanging all over again. And that's how it's presented to you. It's very bizarre and choppy.
1: Well, cause the whole thing is like Dina's seen seeing this through a vision. That's why it's her. I mean, the rest of the characters like we're talking about, maybe don't make any sense, but at least her, I can kind of buy into. I don't want to hear that bullshit because why not? We, because we've fucking been forwarded into
0: this story. I don't want to hear the fucking choppy. She didn't get MTV edited memories, dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh
1: yeah, I'm saying I could totally buy her being it, like living through it. I, the rest doesn't make any sense.
0: It's, to it's me. recall. It's... Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, we find out that Seraphir's is not a fucking witch. It's it's the fucking good family. The the you know the patriarch uh, the patriarchal uh, 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 monarchs. These fucking scumbags. I kind of like that angle a little bit, where like they use black magic to get power and and over all these people, and they do horrible shit. Like I kind of I'm kind of into that. Yeah, but they they don't give you enough time to play with play with it right right um, we're thrust back into 1994 part two okay uh, thank
1: God <laughs> The the goal of having a second title sequence after that. <laughs> Listen, I, I I maybe I maybe I'm alone on this based on how I'm reading the room, but I actually like this part way more. And oh I my thought god, we should have had way more of this than the opening. The opening should have been fucking half an hour flashback, and then the rest could have been more of this because I thought this was great.
0: I think it, I think it works because it's so short, though. Right? Like, No, sure. Sure. You know, you know, the black guy from the first one who was like tagging stuff comes back. He's he's funny.
2: Uh. I would say this is, like, this is such a snapback to, like, what they were doing so well before that even the most minute piece of it, I was like, yes! Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, because the first is just so, like, like dragging on. And it gets so fucking schlocky at some point. I was like, God, I love this so much. (laughs) Oh, dude, right when we come back, it's like, you want to go kill this sheriff? Fuck yeah, let's do it. That shot of just, what's this, Martin just standing there, uh next to the police car after they say Yo, you want to co kill sheriff
1: good is fantastic and i was <laughs> like yes the movie's back <laughs> sitting outside on his fucking recliner smoking a joint he's like hey well i got nothing right <laughs> i think the funniest
0: part about his character is he he's just a custodian like there's nothing yeah. special about him ever that happened yeah, like, yeah. oh what's gonna happen with him call me if you need something he's just a custodian and his his big uh 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 c- contribution is to to let them know that the fucking gates at the mall are like impervious so they can like trap the fucking the the haints the whatever you know what i mean like the uh the the ghouls that come back like tommy
1: and shit like that uh behind these gates thank god this wasn't like in chopping mall where they just had glass fucking doors or else they would have been screwed i thought
0: there was other windows that they could just bust through but
1: i guess not i mean plot <laughs> at the end of the sure. day sure I do like how they come up with this plan, kind of like stealing some ideas from the first two movies where, you know, in the first one they did where they lead them with the blood and then in the second one, they bring back that whole, oh, we're going to carry him" idea. I thought that was kind of cool that they, they kept that thread throughout.
2: Also, with this comes the return of like style and ambience because this whole like third act is shot in uh, blacklight. So this blood they have that they've trailed all over the place, you know, is, one, there's copious amounts of it. My goodness. They mix it with water and, like, glow-in-the-dark paint. Yeah, they mix it and put it in super soakers so the shit gets everywhere, and it has this really cool effect when it, you know, it hits someone. So there's just this weird green splattery effect all over the whole third act. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's bathed in in, in black lights and neon stuff, which is, yeah. I, I think, enhances it, but... You know, I I, I don't know. It, it's it's a cool idea. So what happens is that Good chases them back to the fucking, you know, he's been made and he chases them back to the fucking mall and like all of the haints come and they mix this their uh, Sarah's blood or not Sarah. What the fuck's her name? Dina. Dina. They mix Dina's blood with the fucking water and they put paint in it. And like sh- uh, Connor said, they like fill, fill these super soakers. So the idea here is that they shoot these fucking uh, they, they're going to shoot the sheriff with the blood, so all of these fucking things go and kill him so they don't actually have to, like, physically kill him themselves. It's kind of an
2: awesome plan to be honest. It's pretty awesome.
1: It's pretty cool. (laughs) I love when he gets carried. I thought that was great because Ziggy fucking, like, uh, gets him to come out. And she's like, uh, he's like, oh, you know, because uh, that's the whole thing. I think he wanted to keep her alive in that last one because he needed a mate because he's got to have another son because he's got to keep the fucking lineage going. And yeah. And he picked her because he's like, oh, yeah, I think I, you know, she could be my fucking mate. Uh, You know, again, Arnold, Arnold's in the corner saying, let them mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's also like, you know,
1: they, they they like young love or whatever, right? Yeah, like- Exactly.
2: He, he made a deal with the devil for this girl, so yeah,
1: <laughs> pretty much. She's like, "Oh, hey, Nick, uh, you're getting carried." He's like, "Huh?" And then she drops his <laughs> fucking bucket on him. <laughs> I,
2: I love this happened so quickly because it kind of elicited this like, "Oh, fuck!" moment out of me because I didn't think they were gonna get him in the you know the hot seat so fast. Well, because yeah. they already had all the killers like locked yeah. away, and they're gonna release them
0: as soon as they do that. And they do, uh, and they go after him, and Milkman fucking gets him in the back, but uh, he ends up grabbing um. Oh, he's yeah Z- Ziggy and he gets away and like flees because you ready folks here we go the fucking original house with the fucking cavern and shit is in the mall.
1: So well, <laughs> I kind of bought that. I'm yeah. not gonna lie because they have the hat they have the tree in the middle, so the way I just read that is that they fucking just built the mall in that location and they kept the tree because it was like an historical thing.
2: I think they did i mean obviously, obviously the goods did it on purpose, but like
1: oh well right, yeah yeah
2: that's some that's some John Kramer s shit right there, oh okay. my god yeah he f-
0: <laughs> he flees under his little fucking grate and he goes underneath and he i you know I don't know he goes into his fucking the witch cavern that we've seen for the past couple movies.
1: Right. I guess that's where the the camp used to be too. Is where this mall stands. Well, yeah
0: that that's the whole thing it, on on the same land with the tree and the house or whatever. That's a big fucking mall because I don't think that tree's that close to the uh, no <laughs> to, to the uh, to the uh, what do you call? Well, the
2: outhouse portion is down there, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why is this mall so large and slightly just you know pointed in this direction a little bit? Seems to be kind of all this stuff leaning in one way. <laughs> Why would the good family fund a super a super mall? When the
0: when the eclipse happens this ray of light comes down through this little <laughs> hole and opens up the no, that's not what happens. But like um <laughs> the, so Dina chases him and uh we have this culmination where like, you know, the they they shoot the fucking um zombies, whatever the fuck you want to call them, the the killers. My
2: favorite part in the whole series.
1: Oh, yeah, I kind of love this where they fight each other.
0: Yeah, they shoot them with their, like, they they have have a plan B, so they shoot them with uh, Dina's blood,
2: and they're attacking each other, and they kill each other, which is kind of neat. Well, they they tear each other down to the point where they're just, like, a pile of limbs. Like, they, yeah. just, they're indestructible, so they just go at it, and I'm like, ghost fight,
1: yes! And just, <laughs> it was neat. I was kind of hoping we were going to see more of that preacher, because they kind of play up the whole idea when Dina combines the skeleton with the hand, and then she realizes this is all bullshit, that it's the goods. It's like, oh, okay, well, now the curse is going to send everything after us, so, like... We do see him all, minus the priest. I was like, I really want to see this fucking priest, like, come at him with, like, a pitchfork or something or, like, a whatever the hell. His little hook, whatever the fuck yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His eye hook. We don't get that, though. We do get Sam kind of chase after her, which I liked up until the point where, like, for some reason she breaks out of it for a second. Uh, she's chained
0: to, like, a fucking pipe and, uh... Literally breaks out and goes after
1: uh Dina and, and uh Oh yeah, yeah. I mean specifically when the, you know, Dina's going after good and they're at that like pulsating tumor on in the cavern. Yeah. And and Sam's choking her to death and I guess just for a second there she gets her uh her bearings back and just long enough for for Dina to knock her out. I was like, "All right, I don't really understand why that happened, but okay."
0: Because Sean, didn't you know that they love each other in this timeline and they've loved each
1: other <laughs> since then, even though they're not really ancestors or whatever. That that part kind of is stupid to me. It's a little too much repetition, and this this show does have a lot of repetition, so I kind of get it. But it was a little one too many for me.
2: I straight have thought that she fucking killed Sam with that shot. Against the rock. Uh, yeah, yeah, for <laughs> it's sure. Really oh hard. yeah, with the rock. But but these kids these kids are durable as fuck. Okay, dude. Sh- Sam gets brained
0: like three fucking times over the past
2: three episodes. Yeah, she uh, like Dina has been stabbed three times in this series. In the present timeline, her brother gets a razor blade across the stomach, and his arms snapped. Um, like they're more durable than those fucking kids from the It remake.
0: Like, yeah, uh, they're they're like wrestling. Look, good would have good would have fucking totally killed Dina. I'm sorry. Like he's just a bigger, stronger person. He would have he would have fucking slit her throat, killed her, no problem. In my he, opinion,
2: he also stabs her like as the first thing he does. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like I'm sorry, but I you know. If you get stabbed in the stomach, I'm pretty sure that you're going to be
2: worse for wear, right? You sure. are You're not trouble. Kylo Ren, right? Yeah. You, well, yeah. Also, uh, knives don't carterize things. So um, when you get stabbed, uh, bleeding out, especially guts, like, bleeding out's a problem. Uh, if it hits your stomach contents, you can go septic, like there's there's or your intestines and stuff like that you're in trouble
1: I <laughs> uh, listen, I agree with everything you guys are saying, but like after the third movie that we're going into now, like I've already like compartmentalized like the way things function in this universe like. How many action movies have we fucking seen where the guy's been shot, stabbed, you know? Oh, yeah. No, and that's the the thing I thought about afterward is like like they're barely human. They're just like bags of blood because they get yeah. just
2: shoots out like it's pressurized. <laughs> I'm like, ah, whatever. They're just it's like <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I, I, I mean, sure, sure.
1: And, and you know what it is too? It's like that thing we talked about in the first movie where it's like we felt like these characters there 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 was no um it didn't feel like anybody was gonna die. Like there was no like you felt like everyone was safe until they weren't. Oh, yeah. Whereas this one I didn't feel like anybody was going to die. I felt like Martin was there to die, and I was a little upset about that, but instead the cops got killed. I was like, okay, Martin's okay. Thank God. Yeah, I was very worried about that. But, yeah, so, like, the whole thing is, though, she makes good touch the uh, the tumor, and he sees the same thing that Alice saw in the last one, and it distracts him long enough for her to kill him.
0: Yeah, she stabs him right in the fucking eye.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I do love how all the, uh, the haints fucking transform into, like, just flies and disappear.
0: Yeah, but... Uh, so... He made the, the, his family made the pact, so he's dead and the curse is just
2: gone. Yeah. Oh, I love how it unspools by having his fucking brother get killed by a garbage truck. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the friend that like, they just slams cut to the news. Like, holy crap, the good family's hella bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so not only is this place connected to the fucking mall, but it's connected to Good's, like, mansion, McMansion, right? And they, like, and uh, Dina and Sam, like, go through one of the exits, and it's, like, in his basement, or, like, there's just, like, a door in his, like, rec room in his basement (laughs) where he, like, plays his fucking vinyls or some shit. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they come upstairs, and it's like this lavish fucking mansion with all these, like, goat uh, 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 mounts, like, like uh, 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 taxidermy. And they walk outside, and they look across the street, and like Connor said, the fucking, <laughs> the fucking, uh, uh, what, is it, what is it, the senator or the mayor? The mayor, his
1: brother. He fucking
2: gets in his car and pulls out, and he gets fucking fucking ran over by a dump truck he also looks across the street at Sam and, and dina and he's like oh the pores gets into a car and is immediately killed what are they doing at my brother's house oh my god they're so dirty crash <laughs> <laughs> uh and that
0: kind of that's the collapse right so fucking goods dead that the curse has been lifted and guess what happens Shit starts to go fucking insane in uh, Sunnyvale or sunny, oh, yeah. sunny. What is it? Sunnyside? Whatever.
1: I don't think we're ever gonna get it right. Uh, we got we got to get R. L. Stein on the show to fucking break it down for
0: us. <laughs> he just yells at us for fucking for three straight hours. Uh, actually, it was Sunnyvale, guys. Okay.
1: Uh, R. L. Stein, can you just tell me about the Goosebumps TV show, please? <laughs> From the 90s. That's all I actually care about.
0: The Haunted Mass, Carly Beth. <laughs>
1: Um, I do kind of like the wrap up on this because it's just you get like real rapid fire shit kind of like what Joe was talking about earlier where it's like you see the brother has a cast and Martin fucking signed it all big and then you see the... Uh the chick that he's been talking to online signs it. Oh yeah, that's cute. I like how that all wraps up. There, there's like a newscast and they're like
0: and like I said, they're like, Oh yeah, Sunnyvale's gone to shit. And they're like, Ever <laughs> since uh uh the sheriff, the sheriff was outed as a black magic uh serial killer. And I'm like, wait, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, like it's a it's a problem that fixes itself via magic, so literally anything can happen and everyone's like, Cool, yeah, got it. Totally accepted. It. It's just this like public unraveling of a man's private dynasty. It's so funny.
1: It's like the fucking a changeling dude that's what he was trying to stop uh, a little you bit know. yeah because the whole movie, I'm sitting there thinking, well, once you know it's good, I'm like, okay, well, they can't just kill a cop. Like, they're never going to get away with this. But I guess, like, there's enough evidence by the end. Like, maybe they don't know there was magic involved, but they know this guy was in the the one responsible.
0: I don't know, dude, all those... Fu- well, because we close with a banger, because we go back under the mall, and there's a fucking, you know, crime scene tape and shit. Yeah. And uh, little evidence things that wouldn't even be there. They'd be in, you know, police custody. But anyway... Sure. Somebody grabs the fucking book, and uh ooh, it's Amanda. She's the new apprentice. <laughs> Hello, Zep. Starts to fucking. Hey, that starts playing. Yeah. We're
2: we're doing Satan now. Hello, <laughs> it's the devil. We'll see you for Fear Street Part Seven, nine or two thousand five. I did want to get that into like one of my problems with I guess like the 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 reveal like with with good and Solomon and like all that stuff is just like it's my problem the Conjuring three where it's just like oh no it's you again Satan like come on like the, just it's this just the devil like I th- mean well that was my big problem with the with the Evil Dead remake they were like yeah we're just gonna uh,
0: you know throw out the Candarian demons and all this rich lore of these fuck of this cool book and we're just like making- ah it was Satan. Uh, the devil. That's it.
1: I I still think they did lean a little bit more into like the Bezel bub aspect of it with all the flies and shit, which didn't really hit me until this one.
0: Just the devil and all of his forms. The the de- the devil. So
1: it ends, and you know, I feel like again, I kind of said this in the beginning when I was talking about how I think it would work better as a miniseries. But I feel like you really can't really. I mean, I gave a rating, like my own personal rating on each one of these, but I feel like as a whole, I'd probably give it like a three out of five. Like, but I feel like individually, I have to like think about them each very differently. Um,
2: if this is a miniseries, then the entire uh, like Seraphir origin story I imagine would be its own episode, and it would be what I equate to episode seven of season <laughs> two of Stranger Things, one of the worst episodes of TV I've ever seen. That actually made me stop watching the show for about two years. It's a
1: good
0: episode.
2: I still haven't seen it yet, so I can't even weigh in on that.
0: It's a good episode. <laughs>
2: Did you hear that? Was that Pub? I don't know who the hell said that. Oh, oh, Satan.
1: <laughs> of course you're going to get those Stranger Things comparisons because it is definitely, like, again, like I just mentioned, it's a little bit like that. It's a little like Sabrina the Teenage which It's it's for that target audience, and I'm not trying to say that's an excuse for anything. Like, don't, don't take me the wrong way on that, but I... I I just don't know what they were going for with this series. And again, like, I actually enjoyed it for the most part. Like, I, I don't want to, like, put words in your guy's mouth, like, when it comes down to it, but I had a really good time. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to rewatch this anytime soon, but, like, I would rewatch it. Like, fuck it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um,
0: okay. So, on the on the previous uh, uh, ripe for 1978, uh, I had said that, you know, this is something that people are going to come back to in, like, five years or so and be like, oh, yeah, this is this is great. This entry for me really, really took a fucking nosedive. Um I see a lot of the thing I see a lot of the things that they were trying to do, and it seemed rushed, or they weren't exactly how they weren't exactly sure how to mash this up together. I think You know, casting the same actors for the period piece portion was a big mistake uh, because we have people ranging from, like, really good to really awful. um, And if you're going to give everybody a fucking Irish accent, they need to be able to do it um, or else it takes me the fuck out of it. Again, like, it took me a while to even roll in to even, like, start to feel good okay with it and then by the time I did it we already switched back to 1994 I feel like they I, I, I agree with Sean where they could have did it in like 20 minutes they shouldn't even call it 1666 to be honest because it's not like the majority of the episode isn't even there a lot of it like they crammed the fucking wrap up into the end and I think that was a mistake because it's super fast paced you don't even really get a chance to find out what's going on or even sit with these characters after the journey they've been on and shit it's just like yep that's it uh, uh, yep, uh, 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 the, the 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 witch is dead or the warlock's dead, and uh, everything's fine. And uh, see, see you later. He, join us on Fear Street 2006. I think it it just really dipped down for me, and uh, I, I I think I was so uh, jazzed about the first one because I had super low expectations. And I, th- I think I mentioned this last time. So that first one really hit me because I was like, "Oh, there's so much cool shit that uh, that, they could, that they can do with this." Um, and having a like broad knowledge of, you know, like a broad-stroked uh, knowledge of like what's to come, um, I had high hopes for it. And then I said with the seventy-eight, like. My expectations went down again, uh, and I didn't like it as much. And then this one is just like, I, you lost me. Uh, you you bored the shit out of me for 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 forty minutes, uh, or forty five minutes, however long it was, uh, even longer than that. I think because what is the last act like 30 30
1: minutes I guess I think the last act is 40 but there's like the when it ends there's like five to ten minutes of wrap-up and the first hour is just the 1666
0: I can get into some of the stuff like some of the ideas that they were going for I just I don't know it ends like (laughs) an R.L. Stein novel would like a paperback novel and I guess that's I mean that's what's supposed to do right but um you know, I, I'm good. I'm good. I, 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 it's it's fine. Watch it, of course, to to, to wrap it up and get the whole scope. Um, but uh, as a as a series whole, I would give the entire series like these three movies as a trilogy together. Uh, probably like uh, I'd give it like a three out of five. Like it's an okay to it's an okay watch. But by the time you get to the end, you are definitely over it.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's done. Like uh, I'm good. I'm I don't, I'm good. Um, being someone who's super into horror franchises that take uh, nose dives but take much longer to do it. <laughs> Saw, uh, Saw, <laughs> Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hellraiser. Oh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, yeah. uh, although Saw keeps finding ways to just like pop back up like a fucking weeble wobble. Um, uh, this is like I'm gonna kind of condense the scaling and kind of just say what well, it's two out of three because the first two movies I think are really really fucking fun um, and have this kind of like like Adam Wingard looking like neon infused like charming like attitudinal I guess a word I'll steal from Michael Cole from the WWF um, uh, like style about them and then you get to the first hour of the third movie and someone just fucking pulls your ankles out from underneath you and you just fucking face plant and you're stuck with this dreary Bland, really not all that captivating period piece drama being done by someone who probably has very little experience or interest in doing a period piece drama that's got some very kind of ham-fisted religious horror aspects to it. Um, I would make it a point to never watch this first hour ever again if I had to go back and rewatch these movies and skip right to fucking Fear Street 94 Part 2.
0: <laughs> like... Could you imagine just cut out that whole part and, like, she has the flashback and then she just comes out of it and she's like, whoa. That was a
2: hell of a thing. Anyway, we're going to kill the sheriff.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let's do it. That that should have been the beginning, right? And let that back end of the movie Go into that kind of stuff. Just
2: Dungeons and Dragons, that whole sequence out of the movie. <laughs> they go inside the fucking map, and there's a conversation, a whole flashback, that sequence, like, that happens away from us all together. Uh, yeah. She yeah. pops back out. She's like, Sarah Fear's bad. All, uh, Matthew Good is... uh <laughs> good. Matthew Good is evil. Good is evil. Do you get it yet? Yeah. Man, that line should have been followed by, like, an Austin Powers musical sting. man, it, it. She says it fucking twice, and they write it on the fucking wall, and I'm like, we get it. So... I think it's a fun little slash series that takes a really unwanted detour into like, like, isn't this fun? No, I'm really bored, and everyone's accents bad, and some of the hair pieces don't move. Um, <laughs> they're, they're all some of the worst, <laughs> some of the worst wigs I've seen since Fantastic Four. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's hard to like. I said, I'm of two minds of this movie specifically, but the whole series is like overall, I do enjoy. I just think this. Yeah, this first hour is so disposable and could have been cut down. So
1: Yeah, you you know what it is, Connor? It's like, you know, if it was ripe, it's like a banana. Like, h- half of the banana was, like, good to go, and the other half was, like, brown beyond belief. It was, like, turning black. Yeah, you bite it, and all of a sudden you hit that pocket. You're like, oh! <laughs> uh, and into the trash it goes.
2: <laughs> no, you ruined it. <laughs> well,
0: the end's still good. You just, you just got to... You just gotta cut off that
2: brown, that brown moldy. Yeah, part. exactly. <laughs> you, you, you unpeel it, and there's more fresh banana beneath that. And you're like, oh, thank God,
0: man! Uh, it has been a uh, a journey uh, for this, and I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad we covered them. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I did watch them. Sure, I'm glad they happened because
1: they're 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 fun. Yeah, I mean, and like we had said before, I, I think either on the first or second one, it was like, hey, we just got three fucking horror movies back to back, like a trilogy came out, like a series, like. Maybe it didn't land in in all the right places, uh, but, like, I would love to see more stuff like this or more miniseries in the horror genre that aren't just, hey, it's Stranger Things, which, again, I, I'm ha- half-joking with that because I am, like, a huge mark for that series. I know some people, like, kind of fell off after the first season, but, uh, like, I'm I'm into it. Like, I don't know. Bring it on. Bring more shit on like this. Like, let's see what other people can do with this kind of concept and see, like, if they can make it more interesting. Yeah, I still love Stranger Things. That's kind of my, like, that and Daredevil are like, wow, Netflix can
2: make at least two perfect things. <laughs> oh, Dare, Daredevil is fucking, that,
0: that that fucking series is great. But yeah, eh, you know, check it out, question
2: mark. <laughs> check it out. I, <laughs> I like, liked it. I, I, I It's fine. If you're invested enough after the first two movies to see it through, the first hour will be difficult. Like, at some point, like, I had, like, a Medea moment where I was, like, stuck um, in room. Get me out of this room. Yeah, there's some... It's, like, showing a drowning man a picture of oxygen. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. Like, but getting to, the, like, the third act of this movie is like kind of a nice little treat because you're like oh yes all the silly shit you were doing before and you're doing it so quickly and so carelessly yeah it's so fast that you're just
0: like ah! you know it's just like a like you ate a bag of doritos and a fucking chugged a mountain dew or something
1: for your brain oh i like the sound of that and you played some halo <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're speaking my fucking language right now <laughs> yeah so that's it go check
0: out uh fear street part one two and three they're all up now on netflix go check them out and uh we will catch
2: you on the next ripe reviews if you want some more good bad and god awful movie goodness head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms
1: you can also head on over to our patreon page and sign up for the two five or ten dollar tiers for monthly exclusive content or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some non-committal swag Again, for no money at all, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever
0: you get your podcasts to support your favorite show.